When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code SPOTIFY to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code SPOTIFY at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code SPOTIFY. Coming up, the answer to your home improvement question. You have an age-old problem, don't you, Tracy? It's really, really ugly paneling. <laughs> I've been having a lot of water problems also. We had to tear out our bathroom. What I was wondering, does he... And we're looking at replacing our roof. No. Good afternoon. How are y'all doing? Y'all caught me with a paint roller in my hand. Well, put down the paint roller and pick up the phone, because it's time for the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show with Tom Kreitler and Leslie Segretti. Call 1-888-MONEYPIT now. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Call us with your home improvement question with your do-it-yourself dilemma. Hey, do you think new homes are costly? Well, besides the cost of the land, did you read about this, Leslie? There might be another reason. USA Today is reporting huge increases in the theft I of construction materials. I did see this material. article. I think this is amazing that people are hopping fences and walking away with wire and beams and construction materials. I mean, things you can't just walk down the street with. These guys are even stealing backhoes. <laughs> so if you're planning a major remodel, one of the tips we could start off the show with is to tell you to secure your materials. Because even though you have like an enormously heavy pallet of plywood out in your front yard apparently there's a market for that (laughs) well it's free exactly also coming up this hour does this sound like your garage a minefield of precariously stacked boxes a bunch of may come in handy someday junk and no car in sight are you spying on me Tom? (laughs) well unfortunately many garages fit that description including mine but they don't have to coming up a little later on in the show we'll hear from fine home buildings magazine's editor kevin ireton about tricked out garages which are pretty cool they're luxurious spaces where not only is there no junk in sight but they include all kinds of extras like hydraulic lifts that allow you to park your cars virtually one on top of another. Or you could lift your junk and have it two layers deep. (laughs) I've lifted all of the garbage above the car. It's excellent. Well, with a garage like that, you'll have plenty of room for a tricked-out toolbox as well, including the great prize package we're giving away this hour. It's a tool kit from Irwin with all kinds of goodies, including a saw, level, laser guide, and pliers worth 250 bucks. It's going to go to one of the lucky folks who gets on the air with us. So let's go to our first caller, Leslie, who's on the line. All right, well, Rick in Texas listens to the Money Pit on WFNC, and it seems like you've got some unwanted visitors in the front yard. Tell us about it. Well, I have uh, five dogs, five cats, and three horses. <laughs> got my own little Noah's Ark going on here. Um, okay. The problem I'm having is in our front yard uh, where the dogs go out, are seem to have a flea infestation, and, of course, they're bringing them inside the house and just need to know what I can do to try to control them that won't really harm the animals or my lawn. 
Hmm. So are you looking for an environmentally sound answer, or are you looking for something toxic? Something that'll kill the fleas. <laughs> Just make them go away. Exactly. Yeah, we get less green at that point when we're inconvenienced, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, it Give is me some chemicals. It's brown a lot, too. Well, there's actually, it, it seems to be that there are large infestations of fleas outside, so much so that a website called pestproducts.com has an outdoor flea kit, and it's applied through a hose and sprayer, and basically the kit will cover a thousand square feet of area, and it's used for pretty much heavy infestation, and it combines two chemicals, permethrin pro and nylar, and those are really needed to, to combat heavy infestation. And the directions are to apply it every 14 days, two or three times, and that should really nip the flea problem in the bud. And there's another natural solution. Um, they're actually worms. They're called nematodes. They're little microscopic worms that prey on the larvae of the fleas themselves. You can get those at most garden centers, and a small can of those things call, uh, carries like 100 million of the worms. And then they could be spread in the yard maybe after you get it under control with the chemicals. And on an ongoing basis, they'll believe that will keep the flea population down. And that, in addition to, you know, whatever flea treatment your veterinarian recommends for your animals, ought to get this under control and have you scratching a lot less inside the house. <laughs> Definitely. You know, we're controlling with uh, shampoos and uh, the uh, stuff behind their necks on the mm -hmm. animals. Right. But, like, so we control them, then, you know, a couple weeks later, they're, they're just back again. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I think a, a good attack on this yard is going to make a big difference, and there's two ways to approach it, okay? And that was nematodes? Nematodes, yes. They're little worms. You can get them at garden stores. Okay. Thank you very much. You're All welcome, right, good Rick. Luck. Thanks for checking in from Texas. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT. Now Mike from New Jersey, who listens to the Money Pit on WCTC, is joining us, who wants to talk about adding books to a library. Bookshelves, are you a big reader? Uh, everyone in the family is, and that's why we have so many. Fantastic. So you've just run out of space. <laughs> we have uh, boxes of books that need to get put away. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, we've, and a lot of them are paperbacks. We have paperbacks sitting on large bookshelves. And what I want to do is get those off of there and get the rest of the paperbacks unpacked. I've got uh, the fourth wall in the library is a blank wall, and that's because you walk past it. Uh, the, there are two doors in the corridor that kind of passes through the library is that wall. Well, the good thing is that paperbacks generally tend to be much smaller and not as deep. So if you were to build a custom shelving unit over there, you wouldn't have to stick out as much from the wall to compromise your walkthrough. Well, what I was hoping to do was to actually inset the shelving between the studs. And that's why I called you. That would work, too, because that's about as much room as you need. Right. Now, um, this particular wall, here's the important question, Mike. Is it a bearing wall? Do you know? No. Uh, no, the house actually is uh, custom modular. And oh, okay. So, so only the exterior right. walls are bearing. Only the exterior walls are. That's right. So okay. it's part so of it's the a inner partition box. wall. Um, now, do you want these bookcases to be narrow, like 16 inches wide, for example? Or do you want it to be wider than that? Um, open to suggestions. Well, what I would suggest... I'll give you my idea, and Leslie, you can chime in. Okay. Um, what I would suggest you do is 
you're going to want to remove the drywall in the area where you want to build the bookcase. So if you do this very carefully, you can do it without taking the whole wall apart. What you do is, first of all, you, you draw on the wall the big square area that's going to become this bookcase. And you it would be nice if you could go like from stud inside stud edge to inside stud edge, if you know what I mean. And then you cut the drywall out in that piece. Yeah. All Would the way you around. just use now, a skill saw and go along the edge of the stud? No, you can just cut it out with a utility knife. Okay. Now, let's say you went two, two bays wide, so you have one stud in the middle. Right. Now, what you do is you go above the drywall edge by about, say, three-quarters of an inch. And you plunge cut with a reciprocating saw that two-by-four. So, basically, you're cutting an extra little drywall slit right above it. So that you, the reason you're going three-quarters of above is, is once you take that stud out, you can put a three-quarter-inch piece of pine or something in there and now totally frame out the inside of that bay. So you don't need to place a header with another two-by-four to Not if it's of- a non-bearing wall. I wouldn't worry too much about it. If you want, you could do a two-by-four header there to make it a little stiffer. But we basically just want to support that drywall edge. And then once that's out, you can basically frame it in with, say, some Luan plywood or something like that, trim the outside edge, and there's your bookcase. Okay. Now, you could probably extend the shelves a little bit too, Mike, if, you know, as right now you're dealing with, say, three and a half inches or so. You could probably make your shelves more like five and a half inches, and as long as they're supported well and screwed in place. That you'll get a little extra uh, support on that for some. Well, what of the you could do is, backs. since you have those studs as your side rails, you could you could use a, something short and make like a pinner or like a nail board, where you would put that along the edge of whatever you're using to finish against the stud, and then your shelf can just rest right on top of that. As long as your expanse isn't too wide, then you might need to support the back edge too. But if you're staying pretty narrow on the shelves, you can just put two nailers on the side and then put your shelf right on top. Uh, let's see. The overall length of the wall is about uh, 13 feet, and there's a door that swings against it, so take off three feet, roughly. Uh, and then I've got a light switch on uh, the far end that I'm going to still want there. So let's say I've got, uh, uh, well, eight feet or nine feet is going to get about six studs. I got about, <laughs> let's say I got six studs across. All right, well, I would, cut out, I would not cut out six studs. That would be a lot. <laughs> uh, well, I'd be cutting out five. Well, it's still a lot. I mean, one, one I would go, but not, I wouldn't go five. You know, what you might want to do is just make individual bookcases that fit inside those stud bays and set them in from the outside. All you need to do is cut the drywall out and then slip the box in. You know what I mean? You make the box first and slip the whole thing in. So your bookcase would have four sides and a back and some trim. And then slip it right in there, and the trim can act like a picture frame. You secure it in place, and then you prop your shelves in between. Uh, great. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Thanks, Mike, for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. All right, Money Pit listeners, if you're still paying off holiday debt, the last thing you need is a sky-high energy bill on top of all of that. For some easy tips and product ideas that will help save you money, go to www.moneypit.com now and click on the Repair and Improve section. There you'll find everything we've ever written to help you keep your energy bills in check. Speaking of tips, do you know that natural stone is a beautiful option for kitchen and bath surfaces? But to make it last a lifetime, you really need to know how to clean it. Find out the right way to clean stone right after this. Money Pit. 
Is dryness a problem in your home? Especially in winter months, dry air can make skin itchy. Make your throat and nose dry. I can't talk! And don't forget about static shock. It also causes walls, hardwood floors, and home furnishings to become dry and cracked. Put an end to dry air problems with an April Air Automatic Humidifier, the best cure for indoor air dryness. Never too dry, never too moist. Just the optimum amount of humidity based on outdoor temperatures. Protect your health, your comfort, and your furnishings by putting an end to dry air with whole home humidification from April Air. Now doesn't that feel better? <sighs> April Air. Fresh ideas for indoor air. Hey, Money Pit listeners, want to put some extra green in your wallet and help the planet stay green, too? You can lower your income taxes and your monthly energy bills at the same time. Now's the time to take advantage of new federal income tax credits for some energy efficiency home improvements. Get credit for projects as simple as beefing up insulation or as involved as adding solar power to your home. For a complete list of the tax credits available, visit the Alliance to Save Energy's website at www.ase.org slash tax credits. Table saw. 18-volt drill driver. 8-piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With RYOBI, you can actually afford them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. RYOBI. Exclusively at the Home Depot. Energy drives our nation's economy and is an important part of our daily lives. By taking steps to become more energy efficient, we can all save money and help reduce our nation's overall energy demand. I'm Energy Secretary Sam Bodman, encouraging you to use Energy Star products and appliances such as dishwashers, washing machines, and thermostats. They can reduce your energy bills by up to 30%. Replacing your existing light bulbs with Energy Star qualified fluorescent lights in the lamps and fixtures throughout your home will save up to 50% on lighting costs. By installing Energy Star storm windows and double pane windows, you can reduce energy loss in your home by 25 to 50%. You have the power to make a difference. By using Energy Star products, you can reduce your home energy bills and help our nation reduce its energy use. More information on Energy Star products and savings can be found at www.energysavers.gov or call toll-free 1-877-337-3463. This powerful savings message is provided by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Alliance to Save Energy. portion of the Money Pit is being brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools, pro features, affordable prices, available exclusively at the Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Well, do you love the look of natural stone countertops but hate the maintenance? You know, using the wrong cleaners won't only set your stain in deeper, they can actually shorten the life of the top. 
For the solution, sign up for the free MoneyBit e-newsletter today at MoneyBit.com. In next week's issue, we're going to feature three quick tips to make taking care of your tops a breeze. Oh, Tom, that's terrible. You're going to make everybody wait. Not even a tease. Not even a little tease. Well, yes, we've got... but it's worth it. It's very well worth it. I know, it. but there's somebody out there right now ready to scrub that countertop that's like, I've got to wait. All right, well, we've got something that you don't have to wait for. It's a fantastic prize, and we're going to give it away this hour to one person who calls in and gets their call answered on air. And this prize will help you tackle just about any job. It's from Irwin and Straightline. It's a whole kit of tools to add to your DIY arsenal. The prize package comes with more than two dozen tools, including vice grip groove lock pliers, fast release pliers, a marathon carpenter saw, a pro touch utility knife with blades, worksite gloves, straight line grip light, a torpedo level, an entire set of vice grip pliers, and a soft-sided bags to keep everything in. It's worth 250 bucks. So call in now, get your call answered on air, and it could be yours. one 888 888-666-3974. Who's next? Next up is Phyllis in Tennessee, who's looking to save some energy dollars. How can we help? Well, hi. How are you? Great. great. How about yourself, Bubbly? Cold. <laughs> You're cold. It's cold out, you know, it's getting cold out, and I wondered what else can we do besides space heaters um, to um, keep our homes warm? Do you suggest maybe draperies, heavy draperies to cover windows? Well, describe your house to us, Phyllis. How old is your house? Oh, the house is behind Graceland in Memphis, <laughs> okay. Tennessee, and it was built in 1953. Okay. And it's a, a brick ranch, but the windows are old. I think they're the original windows, and I seem to have a lot of um, uh, cold coming in through the windows and then the doors. Are replacement windows an option for you? No, not at this time. Okay. Well, a couple of things you can do. First of all, let's start with all of the basics. Um, it sounds to me like you're talking about more drafts than than, uh, than an insulation question, but with a 1953 house, you really want to check that attic. Insulation is inexpensive, and you really want to have a good 8 to 10 inches of insulation up there. As far as the windows, there are a number of things that you can do, um, one of which is uh, called temporary caulk. Yeah, this is great. It's from DAP, and it's called peel-and-seal caulk, and you can use that to actually seal your window shut if you're finding that you have a draft coming from where the window is in the track. You can use it to go in there. It'll seal your window shut, but it'll also seal out those drafts. But important, you know, if you're going to need maybe a window in a room as an exit just in case you have an emergency, make sure you keep one undone. But also check on the outside of the framework of the windows where the frame meets the wall. Use some caulk to go in there to seal up all of that. Think about weather stripping on your door so that when you close your front door, you're getting a nice tight seal. Look at your electrical outlets that are on exterior walls and put weather stripping behind those cover plates so you stop drafts coming in there. Think about heavy drapes, yeah. Well, it sounds like something that I can do myself, isn't it? Well, it absolutely is. And the cool thing about seal and peel is that you, you caulk it in the winter now, but then you peel it off in the summer in the and it doesn't damage your windows. And it's clear, so you can't see it when it's in there. It's not like someone will notice. Would it be possible to possibly leave it in the uh, summer because of loss of air conditioning? Well, it could, but remember that now you're not going to be able to use your windows. So we're trying to keep those windows operational in the summer. Okay. All right, but it certainly is an option. And, and yeah, listen, it's uh, very interesting. I can save both winter and summer if you, I you use could. that product. And listen, Phyllis, if you get, when you can get to it, you're ready for those replacement windows, remember that you don't have to do the whole house at once. If you're concerned about uh, the wintertime, you do the north windows first, you know, followed by the east, then the west and the south. 
if you're concerned about keeping the uh, sun from getting in and driving up air conditioning costs, then you reverse that. You do the south first, then the west, then the east, then the north. But you could do like one side of your house a year. You don't have to do them all at once. So it can, you can manage some of the expenses that way. Yeah, I know. Time is tough. It's, it's uh, either you're going to eat or you're going to keep your house warm. I yeah, and that's a hard decision. But Phyllis, also keep in mind that your utility company that provides your heating source, they will come to your house. You know, they don't really advertise this, but they'll come to your house and they'll check your house for energy efficiency and sort of tell you where your problem areas are. So after you address drafts, they might be able to help you figure out why it is that your house is so chilly. Yeah, it's called an energy audit, and many utility companies do them for free. Really? Yep. That's okay. Great. That's great news. Okay, Phyllis. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Now we're going to talk about a leaky window with Shirley in Nebraska. Shirley, what happened? Um, we have a rental house, and it and there's water leaking in from. It looks as if it's leaking in from underneath the bottom trim of the window. Okay. And well, we thought, well, we shut the window real tight and it and uh, closed it, and it's still leaking in from under the window. How old are your windows, Shirley? Are they modern or are they old old windows? It's an older home. I'm going to say probably built in the 1900s. It's just an old home. So you have old windows then? Probably. Okay. Are they wood windows? Yes. Do you have storm windows on there? Uh, yes. Uh huh. Okay. Um. Are the storm windows installed properly? Are they in the right order? Because sometimes if you happen to reverse the panes on the storm windows by accident, then they basically act as a trough and let all the water run into your house. I didn't know that. <laughs> Wrong way of putting those windows in. Think about the way the rain's going to fall. Okay. And, and make sure it rolls down properly and away. The other thing that you can do is in the storm, in the, in the sill of the window... Um, you need to typically drill like quarter-inch size holes through the bottom of the storm window ledge, the little metal storm ledge, so that if water gets inside that sill, it runs back out again. And a lot of times those weep, those are called weep holes, a lot of times they get clogged. So take a look in those sills and see if there are drain holes in there. I'll be darned. I didn't know that. Well, I yeah. sure will. All right, well, take, care of, take a look at those two things because I think one of those is going to nail this down. All right, Shirley? Well, that's great. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for calling the Money Pit. Tom, you are a wealth of knowledge. We try. We try. I was going because I have an old house. <laughs> <laughs> Learn from my mistakes. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do, right? Okay, Leslie, no matter how well I take care of my garage, there's one word that I would never use to describe it, and that would be luxurious. <laughs> but no, I would it. use dank, damp, cold, <laughs> gray. Uh unorganized, sloppy, <laughs> tripping hazard, death trap. Would that work? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, coming up, the latest in tricked-out garages, including everything from hydraulic lifts for your cars to diamond-studded refrigerators. Like, like diamonds, like in my ring? If I say a diamond-studded refrigerator is a girl's best friend, will you slap me? Um, no, I would want to, like, hang it off my neck. <laughs> okay. I thought that might be kind of like buying your wife like a vacuum cleaner for Mother's Day. No, that's so very 50s, but also kind of cool. All right, well, we're going to learn about that from Fine Home Buildings editor Kevin Ireton next. This portion of the Money Pit is being brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed smart humidifiers. April Air's computer-equipped, completely automated, no-touch humidifiers never need manual adjustments. 
Advanced Computer Technology measures the outdoor temperature and indoor humidity over 86,000 times a day and continually adjusts your home's indoor humidity for maximum comfort. For more information, go to AprilAir.com. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Going to talk a little bit now about garages and, most importantly, how to trick yours out so it's just the coolest, most organized place in the world. With us to do that, with us to do just that, is Kevin Ireton. He is the editor of Fine Home Building Magazine on newsstands now. The latest issue has got a cool article called Tricking Out the Garage. Hey, Kevin, welcome to the program. Hi, Tom. Hi, Leslie. Kevin, if you ever need a garage to come in and set it up and take some photos at, you are more than welcome anytime. You know, the first thing I was going to ask was, do you do, do you two have garages? Because I don't even own a garage. <laughs> really? Really? Where do you put all your tools? Oh, my tools are in my basement. My cars sit outside. I, I have to admit, though, if I had a garage, it would be full of tools and, and would never see a car. Well, garage makeovers have really come a long way. There's a lot of products that are uh, available now to really make the whole garage space, you know, as important as decorating another room in the house. I mean, you got cabinets, you have wallboard, you have different flooring surfaces. You guys looked into this. Where are we at with options today? Where does somebody start? What are some of the things that they have to think about if they just want to improve the garage space? Well, there's there's no question that the the the, the main goal is is organizing all the stuff that you store out there. You mean you don't just shove things out there to get it out of sight? Well, that's what most of us do. Um, but I think that as, as people are, are, are spending more and more money to, to remake their houses, make their houses even better, you know, suddenly they're focusing on the garage. Um, as, as you know, a lot of people enter the house through the garage, and they're, you know, they're walking past all that junk, and they're, they're wanting to, you know, to make it less unsightly. They're, they're wanting to make it more usable, easier to find stuff. The, the, the two main things to focus on there are going to be cabinets, and wall storage systems. All right, let's start with talking about the wall storage systems. Now, I just did actually do a makeover in my garage, and I looked at the wall storage system, some of the proprietary systems. I decided to go back to basic slat wall, the same product that's used in many retail stores because it has horizontal slots in it that you can stick brackets in and, and get stuff up off the floor. It was inexpensive, about $35 a sheet. I had a little trouble... Uh, finding somebody that had it in stock, ended up ordering it, special ordering it from my local Home Depot. But it looks really cool now. Tom, did you install it uh, floor-to-ceiling, or did you just put it along the, the center of the wall? No, I put it floor-to-ceiling so it looks like paneling. Even though I wasn't going to use the bottom of it, you know, the aesthetics count. <laughs> so I wanted the <laughs> whole thing done. Well, there's two basic systems. The other system is a, is a kind of wire mesh grid system. We're talking to Kevin Ireton. He is the editor of Fine Home Building Magazine on newsstands now, including a great article called Tricking Out the Garage. So, Kevin, before we let you go, I want to talk a little bit about floors, because eventually things do end up on the floors, and uh, in the floor is the place where the sawdust falls and the uh, the snow melts off the car, and it really takes a beating. I know there are some improvements in floor coating systems now and even modular floors. What have you guys discovered um, are the best floor options for garages today? Um, the, the coolest thing, in my opinion, are, are interlocking tiles uh, made of, of uh, polypropylene or PVC. They're usually 12 inches square. Um, they interlock. They come in a variety of colors. 
um, and they're they're comfortable to walk on, but you can you can park on them, you can clean them, uh, so it, it can make a dramatic change. And there's not really they're, they're easy to install. Um, the the high end garages, the the you know the true car aficionados, what what they want is actually an an epoxy coating on their, on right. their cement floor, um, and those systems can be can be very expensive to install, but admittedly can be very beautiful. They they almost look like Endurable. countertops. Yeah, you know, we put an epoxy uh, floor coating in uh, the local Boy Scout house, and we used epoxy shield, the Rust-Oleum product. And uh, it was pretty easy to do, i got to say. The can comes uh, short-filled, so you have to mix the, uh, you know, the, the curing agent with the epoxy. But it went down, you know, just like paint, and then there was like a, a speckle finish that you put on the top of it, and it really did look good, and it was really tough, and we were confident that those Boy Scouts weren't going to be able to hurt it. Does it seem to be holding up? It absolutely seems to be holding up, and I'll tell you, I've used some other garage floor paints in the, in the past and have not been that happy with them, but I really liked uh, this epoxy product. Oh, that's great to hear. Hey, Kevin, before we let you go, I want to hear about this hydraulic car lift for the garage and Dream. You know, on, the, on the high end, we, we saw some, some amazing things, and one of the most amazing was, a, was from a company called Revolution Lifts, which basically allows you to drive your car into the garage, you, you push a button, and then it, the car is lifted on hydraulic lifts um, you know, six or seven feet off the ground so that you can then park another car under it. Pretty high hey. tech. You know, if you put that in for twenty five hundred bucks, you can convert your one car garage to a two car garage and raise your real estate value. You make sure you've got the headroom though before you push the button. <laughs> Kevin Ireton, the editor of Fine Home Building Magazine. Thanks again for stopping Thanks, by Kevin. the Money Pit. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Well, if we've inspired you to clean up your garage, cleaning and polishing the inside of your home may be next. Coming up, a natural recipe for furniture polish that can double as a salad dressing. In case hmm. you get hungry while you're doing all that work. <laughs> Bring one on and keep moving. It's a big ladder that fits in a small box. Tired of lugging around your oversized, overweight, heavy ladder? Want a better solution? Then check out the amazing Telesteps telescoping ladder. It extends from 30 inches to 12 and a half feet in a matter of seconds. This ladder is lightweight and stores easily. The Telesteps ladder is on sale now for $229. Order now from R.E. Williams and we'll ship the ladder to you for free. Call us at 888-845-6597 or order online at rewci.com. Hello, I'm Rob Petterkevich, Executive Director of the American Society of Home Inspectors. Homeownership rates in the United States are at an all-time high. But did you know the average cost of a home is now more than $260,000? If you're in the process of buying or selling a home, then you know how overwhelming this experience can be. It's also one of the biggest financial investments you'll ever make. So it's important to have your home thoroughly inspected by a qualified professional before you make your final purchase decision. In addition to checking for structural problems, the inspection should cover all the important systems as well. And an inspection is not just for prospective buyers. It's a good idea to have your home inspected before you put it up for sale. Older homes should be inspected every 10 years. New homes, as well as townhouses and condominiums, should be carefully examined too. This can help protect your investment and prevent potential problems. For more information, please visit ashy.org. A public service message from the American Society of Home Inspectors. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools lets you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. 
Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. We're all looking for ways to get more mileage from a gallon of gas. I'm Energy Secretary Sam Bodman with steps you can take to save money by getting the most out of every gallon of gas that you buy. First, keeping your car tuned and in proper working condition can improve gas mileage by up to 40%. Replacing your air filter and keeping tires properly inflated improves fuel efficiency. When you can, avoid idling your car. Running your engine when you're not moving wastes gas and money. Obey the speed limit. Speeding reduces fuel mileage by up to 23%. Your gas mileage decreases rapidly once you get above 60 miles an hour. You have the power to make a difference. By taking these steps, you can save money and help our nation reduce its energy use. For more tips on saving money at the gas pump, please visit our website at www.energy.gov or call toll-free 1-877-337-3463. This powerful savings message is provided by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Alliance to Save Energy. portion of the Money Pit is being brought to you by the amazing Telesteps Telescoping Ladder, which extends from 30 inches to 12 and a half feet in a matter of seconds. Available online at rewci.com or by calling toll-free 888-845-6597. Take advantage of free shipping now. And don't forget to mention coupon code MONEYPIT and receive 5% off your purchase today. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. So, Leslie, in the break, I was polishing the broadcast table, <laughs> okay. but I wasn't going to spray the furniture polish on the salad. You tell me that I can. No, 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 no. If you make this one, you can use it also as a salad dressing, not the one in the can under the sink. Okay, <laughs> okay. let's just clear that up. All right, all go. right. We'll take the scenario. Company's on the way, you're short on furniture polish, and you need to spruce things up. Well, here is a quick recipe for a natural alternative to commercial polishes. Simply mix three parts olive oil to one part white vinegar. The result is a recipe for rich-looking furniture with an inexpensive price tag. And when you're done, add some salt and pepper and put it on that appetizer, and you're good to go. Sounds good. one <laughs> money pit 888-666-3974. Now, if you call that number right now... There's an inexpensive price tag of tools we're going to give you away. How about free? We're going to give away an entire tool kit that can be added to your DIY arsenal from Irwin and Straight Line. The prize package comes with more than two dozen tools, including vice grip groove lock pliers, fast release pliers, a marathon carpenter saw, a pro-touch utility knife with blades, worksite gloves, a grip light, a torpedo level, an entire set of vice grip pliers, and a big old soft-sided bag to keep everything in. Now, it's worth 250 bucks if you had to buy it, but if you call right now at one eight 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 money pit 888-666-3974, your name will be tossed in the Money Pit hard hat for this week's prize. Jill in Virginia listens to the Money Pit on WSVA, and you've got a question about flooring. How can we help? Uh, yes, there was a leak in my bathroom, and I pulled up the old linoleum. And in doing so, I found that part of the floor was hardwood. Part of it was particle board. Now, there's a place where the particle board has just kind of chipped apart. And some of the old tile adhesive is still on the floor. 
I need to know how do I get rid of the old tile adhesive and what's best to patch that area of particle board that's all flaked away. What are you looking to put on top of this? Uh, probably the peel and stick tiles like you get at the Lowe's. Oh, uh, the peel and that stick? Type of place. Yeah. This is, for a, this is for a bathroom? Yes. You know, a peel and stick tile is probably not the best solution for this. It's not going to stay. Okay. Yeah, I, I would recommend you, you think about either using sheet vinyl or laminate floor. Mm-hmm. And if you use laminate floor, you can basically, um, you know, you, you're going to need to scrape out as much of that glue Adhesive. as you can. But you don't have to be pretty about it. I mean, as long as the floor is somewhat flat. And in terms of the area that's deteriorated, you can fill that with a floor patch compound just to get it relatively flat. But the laminate floor, when it locks together, is pretty thick and pretty sturdy, so it can actually go over a slightly uneven area. And there's even an underlayment that you can put under that laminate floor that will take some of the, um, the deflection. And that will give you a really good-looking floor and a really strong floor. Well, another option also is new from Armstrong is their luxury resilient um, vinyl flooring. And it comes in like a slate. It comes in a mini tile. It comes in, it looks like wood. And it's really inexpensive. It's like $2.50 per square foot. That's uninstalled. But you can get something that looks really fantastic, is super inexpensive, and would be great for a bathroom. And that already has an underlayment on the backside, so you don't really have to worry about that either. Is that put together, is that put down with a mastic, Leslie? Mm-hmm, it is. It's put down with a mastic. It has to be done by a professional just because it's a sheet product and it can be unwieldy, but um, it really is a great-looking product. So there's a couple of options for you there. Okay, Jill? All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at The Money Pit. Marlene in Michigan listens to The Money Pit on WDUZ, and you've got a ceiling question. What can we do for you? Well, uh, in my kitchen, uh, my ceiling is sprayed on. We had a rain in a snowstorm, and my husband thinks probably it's above uh, on the roof where the um, antenna for the TV sits, and it has leaked in there, and it's probably oh, 20 to 24 inches long and probably six inches wide, okay. and it looks rusty. Have you fixed the leak? Yes. Okay, and is the ceiling is the ceiling simply um, stained, Marlene, or is it deformed anyway? It, it it's kind of old pinkish red. You know, it it definitely is a, a leak in in the roof. We need to go up and and check to see where it's leaking. All right. Well, here's what you need to do. First of all, you do need obviously to check where it's leaking and to repair that leak. Having done that, you're you're left with this nasty looking stain. That's the easy part. To fix that, what you want to do is prime that area. Now, because it's a textured ceiling, it's difficult to brush prime it, but you can buy um, a spray primer. Um, well, you can also buy, if you want to roll on the paint, you can buy a foam roller cover, which is a yellow foam, and it has slices in it like you would a spiral ham on Thanksgiving. And what happens is as you're using this roller, all of those spiral slices will open up to accommodate that texture. So you don't have to, if you can't get the spray, you can always go with this. Oh, because I did try just a wet cloth, you know, to, to try dab it to see, but it, it seems that... Uh, the, the texture the came right off. Yeah, that's not going to work. When you have a stain like that, you have to seal it in with a primer, and then you paint it on top of that. It's not something that you can wipe, wipe off. So you can either use the roller or you can use a spray primer. There's a product out called Upshot, 
with the um, spray in the top of the cannon, it shoots out vertically. And either way, you got to prime that spot, and then you can paint it again. Now, you may have to paint the entire ceiling, because if you just touch up that one area, you may come up with an, an area that's brighter than the rest. But either way, it's going to make your ceiling look a whole heck of a lot better. Okay? Thank you very much. You're welcome, Marlene. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Well, if you've ever tried to seal the floor of a basement or a garage unsuccessfully, you know how frustrating it is to have a crackling and crumbling feeling underfoot. Well, coming up, we'll answer an email question about how to avoid this very problem. 888 This portion of the Money Pit is being brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools. Pro features. Affordable prices. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to this hour of the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. Now the website is moneypit.com. On our website, you will find just about every single home improvement article we have ever written. Articles that Leslie has written, articles that I have written, articles that we have written together, all for one purpose, and that is to make your home improvement projects easier, simple, and faster than ever before. And while you're on that site, you can also email us to help me at moneypit.com. Let's take a moment to jump in to the Money Pit email bag. Okay, well, here's one from Merrill in Kansas who writes, I have a home that was built over the basement of the previous home that had burned. The basement floor has been overcoated twice in several places with some kind of sealer, but the sealer is separating from the floor again and crumbling. Do you have any suggestions for what I could use to seal and level this floor so it doesn't crumble underfoot again? I've heard of a product called DuraCoat that sounds like it might be a solution. Are you familiar with it? Hmm. That's not familiar to me, or is it familiar to you? No, no, but the epoxy shield is something that sounds very similar. Yeah, except that um, what I would be concerned about is because the original finish, uh, Merrill, on your floor is deteriorating, no matter what you put on top of that, you're going to get the same situation. So when you have a bad finish, and it doesn't matter, folks, if it's a bad finish on the wall or the ceiling or the molding or the floor. A bad finish is a bad finish is a bad finish. You can't put good over bad. You can't put good over bad. That's right. If it's not adhering to the original surface, then it doesn't matter how good that next top coat is going to be. So what you really need to do here, Merrill, is you need to strip off that old floor. Now, because it's a basement, it occurs to me, and this is going to depend on whether or not you got a way of getting rid of this water, but I'm thinking that you could pressure wash probably a lot of that loose painting paint out of there. I'm assuming it's an unfinished basement. And you could blast away a lot of that paint and perhaps avoid having to use a chemical stripper in an enclosed space like that. How would you even begin to pump that water out of that basement if Well, what if you had a sump pump? That sounds pretty fun. Yeah, you know, could. Would be a good reason to have a flooded basement. Yeah, that sounds like a fun time. You know, it's amazing. You don't really need a lot of water either, you know, when you're doing that kind of a job. Because it comes up pretty readily. Yeah, because it's so, it's so forceful that it's really doing the job that I've a large stripped, amount uh, of water would do. I've stripped paint off of cast iron radiators with pressure washers. In the house? Well, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no not in the house. This is like the epitome out. of the indoor water fight that we were never allowed to have. <laughs> exactly. And it sounds very appealing. 
Well, whether you use a pressure washer or use a chemical stripper, get that old paint off. Then let it dry thoroughly. Put a dehumidifier down there. And then prime the entire surface. Use a really good quality primer. And once you're done with all those steps, then tackle it with an epoxy paint like the one that you were suggesting, Leslie, epoxy shield. Yeah, the epoxy shield is really great. It goes on in a couple of parts. It mixes together quite easily. It self-levels. It's gorgeous and you get to add this fun metallic fleck to it which makes it kind of retro and cool at the same time well your mother was right planning does make perfect and that is the topic of today's edition of leslie's last word (laughs) well i don't know if my mother will tell you this but a good architect (laughs) will provide you with much more than blueprints what do you mean your mother was married to an architect (laughs) (laughs) ah ding 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 An architect's rendering for a project is just the beginning of their expertise. They are also excellent resources for information on building materials, site choices, and even construction methods. Your architect is also the legal gateway to your project's beginning because in most communities, an architect or engineer must sign off on working drawings, which is very important. And they might know the right people to get those papers in a little bit faster. So go with an architect. I truly recommend it. And make us part of your plan for tackling your home improvement projects. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.